Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Hi, and welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. So, welcome to a special episode On of, the Road Edition. Yeah, Maximizing Life in the Middle podcast On the Road. As you will hear from the audio quality um, and the road noise in the background, we are recording this as we are driving uh, to Cape May in a little bit of a quick midweek getaway celebration of our wedding anniversary from a couple of weeks ago, probably about two weeks ago. It was our 20th wedding anniversary. Yay! Applause in the background. Wow. Yeah, right. Add, add applause. Um, and so we decided that we would do a quick little episode here. Um, you know, just kind of detailing some of our thoughts around the anniversaries anniversaries and this trip and and everything else so so we are driving and or I am driving I guess and what's on my mind is being married for 20 years that's pretty cool I think and not that's yeah, all right Hey, <laughs> Not everybody gets the privilege of being married for 20 years. And it's for a variety of reasons. Maybe a relationship doesn't work out. Or a marriage. Maybe uh, the two people meet late in life. Maybe illness or an accident tragically ends the one person's life and the marriage. Um, you know, prior to 20 years. So there are a variety of reasons why not everybody has this luxury. Or I should say not every married couple. Because some people just don't get married for various reasons. Right. But I think it's very cool. And we have said before in prior episodes that we met when we were 18. And now we're both 44. So we've essentially spent our entire legally adult life together since we are considered adults. We've spent all of our time together and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, I guess when when this was, was approaching actually at the beginning of maybe 2017 or at the end of 2016 and then suddenly it kind of dawned on me, I don't know if it dawned on you, that this was going to be the year of our 20th anniversary. I, I remember saying to you, hey, you know, 
should we plan something big, extravagant, um, whatever. Celebratory. Celebratory, what have you, about um, our 20-year anniversary. And Could you have predicted, do you know me well enough to have been able to predict what I would have said to that or what I did say to that? I, I did. I don't know that you had a definitive response but I mean obviously any any response other than of course we need to plan a two week trip to Europe and or we need to re go down to the place where we were married and renew our vows or we need to have some big party or something like that any any response other than a, you know that sort of immediately means that you're kind of not going to do one of those things unless somebody like is adamantly like really into it. Um, and I knew, you know, I kind of knew going in like that's, that's just not our way. We we're we're going away overnight to Cape May, which is about two hours from our house to stay at a bed and breakfast and kind of walk around the town because we both. Well, let me add in there. <laughs> I got a <laughs> gift card for a bed and breakfast for a one like a hundred dollar gift card for eighty dollars or something at Costco two years ago, three years ago, and I gave it to you for Christmas, your birthday, whatever it was. I don't even remember. No, we've never used it. But I thought, oh look at this! This is cute. We could go away for the night and stay over somewhere pretty at a bed and breakfast. Tons to choose from, and it'll be fun and it'll be cheap. Right. Cheap being the operative word. Yeah, when you said, let's do something special, at first I was like, eh, I'm just not that attached to, you know, what's the difference between 19 and 20 or 21? I mean, why do you have to, why do we choose these arbitrary numbers to say, well, now we've earned the right to celebrate, but last year we hadn't arrived yet. We weren't able to celebrate. So I think it's kind of arbitrary and silly. That's my opinion. Um, but when you said, let's do something special, I said, oh my gosh, we have that gift card that we never use. So we are getting to spend the night at a lovely bed and breakfast and it's only going to cost us an additional $80 for that. I am happy. Right. And, and then it, it flows through from a lot of our, our thoughts about a lot of what are arbitrary or. Um, I mean, sometimes they're not arbitrary, but sort of the manufactured nature of... The hallmark. The hallmark market, right? Like, Valentine's Day. And we did, for years, a whole... Maybe not as extensive as other people, but a rigmarole, you know, cards and candy and those kind of things. And somewhere along the line... I don't know when, but a fair amount of time ago, we both sort of came I to the conclusion. I think early on. Relatively early on. We both sort of came to the conclusion, this is nonsense, right? Like, each day of our lives together is, you know, a Valentine's Day. And I don't... And I think you were... Because a lot of times, stereotypically in our world, maybe it's not always this way, but I mean, you know, the, the greeting card industry and, and TV and know the advertising world would have you believe that women are desperate for a big fuss for flowers and candy and jewelry jewelry is a big one right um for this kind of 
day or these kind of celebratory years or these kind of moments. And, you know, I don't know that I ever really bought into as much as maybe the stereotypical guy doing the right thing on these days would have, but I did. But somewhere along the line, you just kind of came to the conclusion of saying, look, don't put yourself under this burden of pressure of trying to think like, oh, you got to think of a new great thing and you got to, you got to have it prepared for that day and you have to, it has to be unique and special and like it can never be good enough and you know, all these other sort of pressures. And so much pressure of expectations and do I know them well enough? Did I get what they wanted? Are they going to be happy? Are they going to be disappointed? Oh my gosh, it's all silly. The whole thing is silly. And I remember flat out telling you, please do not waste your money on flower, cut flowers that are going to die because that's silly. And please do not waste your money on jewelry because I don't even like it half the time. Right. Not that I don't like what you would pick. I just don't like jewelry. Right. And, you know, like a bunch of these, you know, and then birthdays, right? I mean, like, I like getting gifts. I think it's fun to, I think, you know, like they always say, it's better than give than receive. I think it's pretty good to receive too, but so I do like birthday gifts. But it's because that's your love language. That's a a form of your love language. Gifts giving is a love language for you. So receiving gifts is one of the ways that you feel loved and appreciated. Yeah. I I would never stress somebody out about like, oh, for Valentine's Day, I got to get something special or for... Uh, 20 year anniversary I gotta get something special or for this but as my birthday approaches I make no bones about it I like the idea of oh somebody who knows me or you know is related to me or whatever is gonna think a little bit and say hey here's a gift and you know I like that on birthdays too or uh, Christmas right or whatever holiday you celebrate towards that time of year that hey yeah maybe you get some neat thing that somebody who's thinking about you decides to get for you I think that's cool I like buying the gifts for people. I like getting the gifts from people. <coughs> and this has been a mismatch in our lives. At for, times. Forever. I mean, we're, we're fine with it now. and We understand each other and ourselves well enough that it's not really an issue to speak of. But... You don't care. It's I could care less. So what is it? When you... The last 10 times you've asked me, you give up asking now, but the last 10 times you asked me, what do you want for Christmas? What would you like for your birthday? What is my standard response always? Nothing. I have everything I want. And anything else that I would need, I just, I go and get. Right. It is. We have the luxury in our lives of, of having some financial ability that, you know, you can't go buy yourself. We can't go buy ourselves a new Lamborghini if we want it. But most of the things that if we felt like, hey, there's a want or a need out there that is kind of a reasonable thing, then we can we can go get it. Right. If I want a new pair of sandals, I'll just go buy them myself. Right. It, odds are that I'm going to pick the pair that fits me better anyway, better than anyone else could pick anyway. And if you buy me a pair of sandals, it's not going to fit and I'm going to have to take them back anyway. So let's just all save the trouble and just don't give me anything. That would make life much easier, in my opinion. So that's the way I am oriented. And right. my love language is spending time. 
and you're very good at spending time with me and talking to me, which is what I love the most anyway, and so you give me that gift, so to speak, almost on a daily basis when our schedule allows for such things. So why do I need a birthday or Valentine's Day or a 20-year anniversary to expect that I'm going to give, be given a gift because you give it to me every day, practically. Right. So, I mean, the arbitrary nature of these kind of things is at times a little um, off-putting. There's, you know, there's expectations built into society. There's expectations built into people who you know. Friends and family who you might talk to and say, Oh, so what are you going to do special for Valentine's Day? Uh, well, I have to go to a volleyball match and Aaron yeah. has a conference that night, or and people look at us like we're from outer space. Like, where is the stopping to say celebrate the thing? And I think our point is, well, we just kind of have that always. Right. Maybe I not mean, in some grandiose manner, in some pretentious manner, but just in a in a more for works for us, and it only works for us. And for people who like the idea of doing all those awesome things, and you know, I mean, my brother Don and his wife Holly, they flew to Paris to Paris for their twentieth wedding anniversary. Awesome for them, right? Not not what we were to right. ever do. But it was meaningful for them, and I think it is important to say that all that we're talking about is simply how we feel and what works for us and how we've figured out how to make our relative beliefs work in our marriage. And I think more than looking at what we do and saying, oh, I I don't want to do it like them at all, or wow, I want to be just like them, or, or some fair version of that, I think it's more food for thought to say, how does it work in our relationship, yeah. and does it work? And if it's a little disjointed or mismatched like ours was, how, what, are there things we could do to kind of make it work, out. Make it work a little bit smoother so that both of our needs are being met, we're both being honored and respected by the other person, and we're also giving the honor and respect to the other person. Nobody feels like they're, oh, I'm not, this is what I really, really, really want, and it's not happening. We found a way to sort of figure out how to, how to put those two things together. And I think that comes with time and good communication, and we've had the luxury of both. And right. I, I think I try as often as I can remember to remember to be grateful for that. Yep. You know, I it made me think of my friend Carrie who met yeah. her husband later in life. I think she was 34 or 35 or something when they met and he ended up being she was an old coworker of mine and he ended up being an old neighbor of yours from childhood. Right. Yeah. But they got married. They fell madly in love, had a beautiful relationship and got married uh, well before they even got married she was diagnosed with breast cancer and went through a battle with it and it went into remission and then it came back and she went through a second battle and she never really fully 
I don't think she ever fully went into remission after that second time. She was in the middle of chemo during their wedding and she had to get a wig because she had no hair. I mean, and he loved her through the whole entire thing. And they had, you know, in some ways they had sort of that fairy tale um, love, love story. That's fairy tale love for each other, but it was so tragically short. Yeah. And it, it hurts my heart to think that that they had to be separated in this earthly life when they loved each other so much. And I know they squeezed a whole lot of living and a whole lot of loving into those into the short few years that they had together, but yeah. wow. It makes me so grateful that we have had this just just outrageous luxury of so much time together. Yep. So, we're actually pulling into the town of Cape May, and we just came over the bridge and saw the marina, and we are getting set to, I think, make the final turn towards uh, where we're staying in a beautiful bed and breakfast. So I think with that, unless there's something else that we need to add for On the Road, Maximizing Life in the Middle podcast On the Road trip... Uh, we're gonna end it there and we're gonna get started on having fun exploring this town see you next time or at least chat next time that wraps up this episode of powerful parenting for today's kids if you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general please share it with them Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.